Welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about a group of high school students who are sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name's Riley Wesson, and I'm joined by my friends, my players, and my new students with different characters this time hey. around. Hello, everyone. Hello. Are we all used to our, our new shiny characters? Uh, you betcha. Used to <laughs> is, is a strong phrase, but... That's what, that's what Patty LeBone sounded like, right? Right, Patty? yeah, he's, he sounded like a gangster. Hey. He's Absolutely just, not. Like that's how I'm playing him tonight, oh, so... Oh, God. God. <laughs> I'm Patty LeBone, and I'm a 17-year-old dead kid <laughs> from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm definitely not, definitely not Steve Buscemi trying to blend in. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Brandon Lindsay, and normally I play Cecil McNamara, but tonight I'm playing Patty LeBone. And uh, because we had a little winter break, uh, my question for tonight is, where do your original characters, so not the ones you're playing tonight, where do you go or do for winter break? Cecil, they have a house in Colorado that they go to. They have a timeshare that his parents take them up to. So they, you know, he, he's gone skiing. Um, the last couple times he hasn't, gone skiing because pretty much from age like eight to age now he's broken a leg or an arm or something anytime they've gone <laughs> skiing because he's just not that great at it from the slopes to the er yeah uh he set a new record two years back by being on the mountain for about 17 minutes and then he spent the rest of the, the remaining two weeks of their trip uh, just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Every year the medics always see the McNamara's come out and they all start taking bets on how quickly Cecil's <laughs> going to get injured. My name is Danielle uh, Grisco. I wasn't sure about my last name for a second, but my name is Danielle Grisco and I play Brian Tolkien typically um, on this podcast. And today I'll be uh, playing dear friend Val uh, Valencia. Uh, and Brian uh, typically over the winter holidays um, is just trying to scrape together enough money from his you know couple of side end job for neighbors to be able to get a gift for his sister um and put parents name on it and put it under the tree oh jesus christ i want to go home <laughs> it's insane the wholesome turn that brian has taken throughout this campaign <laughs> like the first half was like this shithead what the fuck and i were like i gotta protect this guy with every fiber of my being yeah. but also like He's still such a dick, you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hi, my name is Andy Lindsay, and I am traditionally oh, that's right. the voice of Victoria Hightower, but today I will be playing as Carlic Swanky. Andy Lindsay is such a good name. Thank you. I forgot last time we played, you guys still weren't married. Yeah. That threw me for a loop. I was about to say, like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about, Andy? And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, that is that is true. Oh, that's right. That's the thing. Like, that is a thing. I was there. Yeah. So traditionally, once she hit probably eighth grade slash high school, um, they always spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with her granddad, pretty usually in Texas, because he's like, now nah, they're going to California damn lips like <laughs> you know he's like in the in the best way possible he's just a little bit like nah i want to stay on the ranch in texas um leading up to that like as soon as school breaks and right before school comes back b is in winter school she does like the summer school equivalent to do like ap classes and all the shit that her mom wants her to do so she spends usually every winter break still in school again another crazy character turn that just yeah the levels and levels and 
layers of these characters are so deep and so vast. And finally, my name's Riley Wesson. Uh, my last name has not changed over the time we've taken as a break, uh, but I'm still your campaign's dungeon master. And kind of similar to Cecil, not in like the timeshare sense, but if we ever took winter vacations, we would usually go skiing. We've gone like maybe five or six times throughout my life. Uh, we would usually all pile in my mom's Suburban and drive to New Mexico, get a cabin out there and ski for like four or five days or something like that. Wow. Um, it was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. I I always remember the year that I finally was able to get off the bunny slopes and get to <laughs> ride on the mountain with everyone else. Spent 17 minutes and then broke his finger. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, never broke a bone skiing, still has not broken a bone in life because uh, I'm a safe, safe boy. It's going to change real soon, Riley. <laughs> no, no, let's not. <laughs> let's fight some okay. things. Yeah. yeah, let's fight some things. Last session on D Hall and Dragons, the students woke up from the nightmare of facing Lil Gus and prepared to head back to Summerfield Central High School, but not before having a full blown Shark Tank esque interview with Carlick regarding his intentions with his newly received property. Once all the details were squared away, the students hopped into the van and trekked back across Forgotten Fields to where they had first entered this strange land, only to find what was once a ruined building in full on carnival mode for the school's homecoming, filled with people. Upon entering the hubbub, they discovered that some sort of high-level magical simulation was affecting the grounds of the school. After some extensive investigation and work, they discovered an orb of light running the spell, and once they deactivated it, they gained access into the building. Thanks to Brian's locate object spell, they found where the next orb was quickly and efficiently, and in typical fashion, completely sidestepped the challenge that the DM had created for them. <laughs> After deactivating that one, they found the last one in the midst of a huge pep rally and took part in a skit to win it as a prize handily winning over the crowd and providing the DM with some much-needed entertainment. But after deactivating the simulation surrounding them, they found themselves cornered by Wally the Warlock himself and surrounded by the comatose bodies of all of their school, including Brian's little sister Jenny. After being trapped in a force cage, Wally revealed himself to actually be the counselor, who informed them that they ruined his plans for some sort of arcane ritual by not attending the pep rally back when they had had detention and after waking up the rest of the school, showed all of them what he could offer if they gave themselves up for the ritual. A perfect reality that they could exist in. A simulation of their own, not real life, but something better. The students attempted their tried-and-true dispelling of magic to escape the situation and deliver a slick one-liner, but discovered that the arcane cage could not be dispelled by their normal means. And as the counselor smiled and the school volunteered for the ritual, the students were left questioning their own decisions with no way of escaping. Or so they thought. And that's where we are now. <laughs> so, Val, you've arrived with your bounty hunters uh, and have set up a perimeter and you've made some of the contacts in Newcomer's Field and sort of alerted them of the situation of what was going on. Then you guys approach the ruins and have been sort of scouting out the situation but still don't quite know what is going on. As you have been doing that for the past few hours, um, Renee has showed up as well. Also with her band of the Runaways hey! and the Hideaways. Todd! Todd is there. Todd! Todd is showing off some sick skateboard tricks. <laughs> Todd is uh, probably in several casts, because the last time I remember <laughs> yeah. seeing Todd, <laughs> You're correct. he He's pulled like a Cecil Todd. on the slopes and, and, and you <laughs> ate shit. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, Todd is like in a full body cast, just being wheeled around. <laughs> Val, as you were discussing things with Renee, 
uh, and getting reacquainted, you guys hear uh, a commotion. Clattering of pots and pans. <laughs> yeah, from down the from down the path and a clattering of uh, bones. of bones. <laughs> exactly. Uh, as you guys see a short halfling with just a giant pack of all kinds of cooking equipment. Big old chef hat. Yeah, and just a walking skeleton next to him as Patty and Carlick both approach the uh, the camp. Oh, no. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, no. What's going on, guys? Oh my god, why do you sound like Beetlejuice? Because <laughs> I'm a little bit Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'm just playing Patrick as Beetlejuice now. Oh, ah, the role of a lifetime for Patty Lowe. Oh, no. <laughs> I've always wanted to play Beetlejuice. Patty's now wearing a suit that's like black and white striped, and he has like really tall green hair. Just, you know, the whole Save It Our Friends thing. 12 uh. cartons of cigarettes since he last saw us. <laughs> Look, look, Truly. For his non-existent lungs. Uh-huh. It's been a, look, I, it, look, they're magical cigarettes. Oh, it's so magical. They, they really... <laughs> it's not even Brooklyn. Or... Anyway. It's also like a little bit like Ross from uh, from Monsters, Inc. That is like... Yeah, the Ross. I'm watching the you as a husky. Yeah. Always watching. That was one of the first things that I could do whenever I was like just watching movies. That's how I... <laughs> Because that's how I did a Scottish accent was I learned fake Scottish from from old Shrek boy over Shrek. there, and then I watched I watched Monsters Inc too much, and then yeah I was like I'm watching you is that anyway, and you know what it's showing in this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, hold up, hold up. Who are you guys? Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Carlick. Uh, h- hello. Uh, Ren. Whoa, fancy voice. Kneels down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh shakes Carlick's hand. Uh I'm uh Renee Kelly. Uh I'm met our mutual friends in uh Boomerfield and they The kids. Oh shit, yeah, that's right. Yes, I yeah. sure the kids. Who are you, by the way? I'm also a kid. <laughs> oh god. This is Patty. <laughs> I'm just dead. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's literally dead. I'm Patty Labone. The the kids helped me out and they helped out my town. I mean uh, we're all kinda kids val is just like her eyes are just bouncing around the room trying to follow the conversation like a bunch of ping pong balls yeah val's sheltered childhood is really showing in this moment <laughs> yes. where she's just like how do i interact with all of these new people wait wait wait. how do y- how do y'all know the kids oh well so we they kind of came to my town and then uh, like all our food was like sick and like and like evil and mean sorry, and sorry, attacking your food us was, yeah sorry. yeah 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 like our like our produce like grew legs and attacked us and it's it's all because like our pantry was sick so we like went through the pantry into the cafeteria and we had to like collect uh it didn't uh, make like, sense when he was like telling four, me the story on the way yeah over like anyway. it's you know it's like titania and Puck, and he just keeps going until he <laughs> says and then we did like a whole like shark tank thing and they left me with a bunch of money to start my own restaurant it's great you know hearing it back i'm realizing how fucking stupid this podcast is <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because Val is thinking the exact same thing. Of just like, <laughs> Val is like, these were recommended connections. You know, Pat, well, Patty here knows the kids because they helped him. Theater, right? Yeah, Patty, yeah, yeah. Right? There was a yeah, theater yeah. that I, just, I, I, I would like to clarify one quick thing. A couple decades ago. Yo, what's up? They, they didn't kill you, correct? Like, you were, you no, were dead no, before no, 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 no. you met them. Uh, yeah, no, no, I've been dead okay. for a while. 
No, okay. the kids the kids sort of helped, you know, my town was haunted and there was a lot of shit going on. And they helped relieve the burden of, of, of the uh the other ghosts that were around. Who, uh, um hey, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he is um, your husband. Just be a newsy. <laughs> Listen, in out. sickness and in health, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> in sickness and health and bad accents. And bad accents. <laughs> All right, all right, old girl. How do how do you know the kids? Oh, they uh, they completely healed my relationship with my mother and gave me the chance to explore the world. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's yeah, yeah. Nice. Really, a lasting that's... friendship. They've contributed a lot to my life. Yeah, that's amazing. Hey, what, hey uh, good for you. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Before that, I was I was trapped in a tower for ten years. What? Who trapped what? you in a tower you know, for ten years? Who, who uh, well, did that Well, it's to a long you? story. I was um, it was a sacrifice to a dragon, and I ended up. It's a it's a really long story, but you know it's it, it ends. Bro, ever you were a sacrifice to a dragon. You know a dragon? Yes, very well. Yeah, Martha. The dragon's name was Martha. Well, mom. Mom. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Dude, that's fucking sick. Your mom is a dragon, and she trapped you in a tower. Well, okay. Well, she didn't trap me. She raised me in a tower. Oh, she- Is she hot? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you'd be surprised how many people ask me that question. (laughs) A lot of bards, actually. (laughs) Wait a second. Hey, that's that's stereotyping. That's stereotyping. Uh, uh, Fancy voice. How'd you meet him? Um, My town was run specifically by uh, the older generation. They- Essentially used all the children for slave labor to subsidize their lavish, uh, magical seeking lifestyles. And, um, they helped me to lead a rebellion against it and, uh, fight for equality and fair living for all of us. Holy shit, they've done a lot. Is there anyone here that doesn't need to put a dollar in the therapy jar? <laughs> the kids need to put dollars in therapy. Yeah, they've been around they, 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 oh, the like, kids therapy need- jar. Yeah, man, I, yeah. I've yeah. been, like, in the corner of a when they've been having conversations and they didn't even realize I was there. <laughs> Dude, it's it fucking dark. You know, the same thing has happened to me, actually. I watched one of them just outright murder uh, Cobalt in, in pure in cold blood, you know? Pretended to become yeah. their friend and then just shoved yeah. them off of a raft. It's like they have kind of split personalities where it's like there are times when they're like yeah. just simple teenagers and then times when they're just, they're just unbridled killing machines. Or like really yeah. altruistic. Like we fought this like super powerful fucking lady who had like a weird ass name and they like let her go dude and we're like go home have y'all seen that really weird big mechanical cart they bring around yeah yes what is that what the fuck is that actually wait like i i kind of spotted it on our way up they've got it behind some bushes over there as you point that out you guys follow where carlic was pointing and you find the student's uh, van tucked away in some bushes. It looks like a relatively passable parallel parking job that uh, <laughs> Brian did. It's like a weird, like, armored covered wagon shit. I wonder, it's, it's, I wonder yes. if they left it unlocked. Pat, Patty's gonna try the back door. Uh, Danielle is Brian. Did you lock the door when you guys Sorry, left? Hang on, hang on one second. Let me take this hat off. Yeah, take off the hat, put on the new... Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Um... No, I don't. I don't think I did. No, I don't think I did because I tossed the keys. No, I don't think I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, the door's unlocked. Wait, hang. Sorry, let me take that hat off. Uh huh. Uh huh. Y'all smell that? Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Let me get a good sniff. I got. A, I got a pretty good nose when it comes to food. Yeah, go for it. 
Carla, give me a perception check with advantage. Yes. <laughs> Our first roll. Oh, my perception is shit. You got advantage. Yeah, you got advantage. It is. <laughs> That's so Okay. Well, I can't re-roll one if it's on advantage, right? Yes, you can, because you're, uh, you're okay. a halfling. You're a halfling, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, you have okay, halfling okay. luck. That's a natural 20 for a 19. God. Amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you roll a, a perfect nat 20 to smell some really sour milk. It's... It's fish milk. <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah. he goes over to the little <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> you, yeah, you open up the refrigerator and you see uh, Cecil's little vial of fish milk sitting in there. Bro, I knew I smelled something when I was around what him. Is that? I just thought it was Cecil because he turns into animals and shit. I just thought he was like a stinky dog. I bet this is Cecil's. He does that. That boy does some weird things. Yeah, man. Wow, you guys know these kids way better than I do. <laughs> well how long did you spend with them i mean we I, I spent probably like close to a week with them oh mine was probably like a day we went into like a weird dimension so i don't really know how long we spent together it was a while i'm dead i don't have a sense of time anymore so. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well have been a month I, I, I really don't know as you guys are discussing this you feel like a a shaking like a Whoa. rumbling in the ground and you mom? move to go outside. <laughs> uh, Val, you immediately look up in the air. It's not your mom. <laughs> Great. But you guys see that from the ruins, there seems to be like this humming of energy coming from it. Uh, and you see that from like the center of the ruins, there is a glowing purple sphere that is starting to no, no. slowly no, no. expand ah, no, no. to encase the ruins. Wait, fuck, y'all. Their wagon shit is here. Are they inside? Oh, no. That would add up. You don't think they're at the center of whatever that orb is, do you? Uh, I don't know, man. From what I know of them, if there's something going wrong, they are probably at the center of it. You're not wrong. How quickly is that magical orb expanding? Not rapidly. It's like, oh gosh. Um, like a Macy's Day parade being blown up. <laughs> Slowly just. That's actually a very good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. It's it's expanding like a like a sonic balloon over the Macy's Day parade. Amazing. Uh, slowly but surely. And there's no one else beside uh, Renee Kelly. You've got you've got your troops over here. Uh, yes, I have um, my team, and uh, Val has her mercenaries, and that's what we've got. Carlic looks around, <laughs> realizes that the other people brought a whole like army, <laughs> 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 and just like cracks his knuckles and is like, "All right, let's go." All right, let's go. Are we gonna go in like a pincer movement, or are we all gonna attack for the same? I mean, it looks like there might be multiple points of entry, so we can all attempt right, that right, if right, we. Right. I so... haven't really been a collaborator for that long. Um... Are we just are we going in like guns blazing, or are we just like gonna go send somebody sneaky in? Seeing as our friends are already in some sort of trouble, it's probably best if we don't split up. Okay. We should probably oh, stick okay. together. All right, then it sounds like it's guns blazing. I mean, there's no point in subtlety, you know, at this point. I think that might be the case. All right, all right. One final thing. Yeah. Yes. Do any of us have anything similar to a gun that could be a blazing? I mean, you've got a dragon, right? <laughs> uh, well, I don't have... It's it's not a pet thing. Oh, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. She's, gotta, like, she's your mom. I have a short bow. I mean, that's oh, that, a, a projectile works. of sorts, and I can shoot that. 
before we move on, I'm, I'm gonna take out of my backpack a set of bagpipes. Whoa, dude, battle music, let's go. A little bit. I got a, got a little trick up my sleeve as well. Patty's gonna like hold his hands uh, over top of the bagpipes, and as he expands his hands, the bagpipes fill with air and begin to play uh, almost like telekinetically as the bagpipe begins to kind of buckle in moment and in, in, in bits and parts. And you see two of the brass instruments kind of click out and unfold and almost appear to be legs. And you see parts of it begin to <laughs> break out into arms and it begins to start walking alongside them as uh, he's going to use his animating performance uh, there you go. feature. Um, I never actually got to use that as Patty, so I'm glad somebody did. There you go. So uh, now we have a little, just just a little buddy. Just a little buddy. You basically have like the uh, the footstool from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah. I'm gonna name him Sebastian. Wow, what a what a very original name. (laughs) I'm realizing now I should have made it canon that uh, Patty's instruments is that he plays his ribs like a xylophone. Yeah. Uh, I really missed out on that opportunity, and you know that's on me. So you guys all start to make your way into these ruins as this purple sphere is expanding slowly. And as you guys are reaching the doorway, the purple sphere is starting to overtake it. And as you cross this threshold, you're running, you're running, you're running, and all of a sudden you just stop. Your legs are still moving, your body is still functioning, but you're just not moving anywhere. And your surroundings are slowly fading into like this purple mist. The four of you all feel like time expand and contract all around you as you all slowly come to a crawl. And as you all are looking around and kind of assessing the situation, you see out of the mist, this orb floats into view. It's slowly shifting colors between bronze and a silver and a light blue and a green As the colors slow, it starts projecting, and you see words float out from the top. This is a font that you guys don't recognize, but Brian would. The font from his journal. I knew this was going to happen. Knew it! But these glowing letters appear in this golden font. You see the sentence, The only way out is through. Seek yourself, and you will find the exit. Does that mean look for the exit ourselves? No, it means we gotta we gotta believe in ourselves. It says out is through, and Carlic just starts walking towards it. Carlic, you approach the orb, and again you see it shifting through these colors, and the words are still kind of floating over it. And as you come closer, you see like the faint outline of a symbol on the perimeter of this orb, and you see it's like a wolf's head that behind it has, like, a fork and a knife crossed. Hey! That is, like, slowly coming into into view. All right. <clears throat> well, leave it to the, you know, pro. Been through a bunch of dimensions, and he's gonna his hand on it. Okay. As you place your hand on this orb, it immediately shifts to this bronze color, and this symbol that you saw shoots out from it and becomes clearly defined and you guys see the mist all around you start to swirl and take shape as you feel your body hit solid ground and you appear to be in like a plot of land it appears to be like a tilled field that has like a fence around it 
you see there are like vines around you and various plants. And again, you see this orb now, Karlik, is like permanently floating next to you. Whoa, you guys seeing this shit? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I, I am seeing this shit. <laughs> Karlik, how you feeling, buddy? Uh, honestly, I'm pretty used to surroundings like this. It's kind of like, I mean, it looks a little bit like home. As you say this, you see a few feet away a little leaf poking out of the soil. And on that leaf, you see that same symbol that is glowing on your orb. We gotta, like, follow the clues. What, like an ice spy? Yeah, yeah, like an ice spy. Do you see it? So as you're saying it's an ice spy and you start to move towards this leaf, Karlik, you and everyone else sees it duck into the soil. Oh, shit. It's just like home. <laughs> and I need everyone to roll initiative. Woo-hoo! This ain't no ice spy. <laughs> actually, no. You don't, you don't actually need to roll initiative. Dang, oh. well. Sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh, because this is, this is really more of an endurance challenge. So as you are attempting to search for this specific, one might call it an ingredient, uh, with Carlic, your matching symbol on it. Nice. As you are searching for it, you feel the soil underneath you Whoa. start to churn, and you feel the gravel start to ground at your feet. And I need everyone to make me a constitution saving throw. Ooh. Ooh. No. 19. 14. 19. Okay. Karlik and Patty, you both pass this. You guys both only take five damage. What? But Val and Ren take 10 damage as this soil churns and grinds at your feet. And essentially how this will work is that every round, you guys can make nature checks to attempt to find this ingredient. It's a very, very high DC to start. But depending on how high your checks are, you might be able to lower the DC. Karlik is going to run over to the spot where it went and disappeared mm-hmm. and is going to like nature check, lick his finger like he's going to go to test the wind and instead stick it in the dirt. And he's <laughs> going to roll a nature check to try and see where it tunneled. Okay. Sticks it in the dirt and it's just like, ah, yes, it's dirt. <laughs> uh, 17. All right. That does not reach the needed DC, but it does lower it a little bit. Okay. As she sees you do this, Ren is going to run over and she's going to make a nature check as well. Uh, And as she does, she's also going to shout out to each of you. I wasn't quite sure what might happen, so I did bring some provisions. uh, And she hands each of you two greater healing potions. Oh, nice. What a nice lady. Uh, Okay. Roll. All right. She rolled a 15. Isn't high enough, but it does lower it. Good, 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 good. Um... If it's okay, I want to try something a little strange. I'd be worried if you didn't, Brandon. (laughs) Yeah, I would like to... I'm going to cast Shape Water. I'm going to stick my hand, both my hands into, both my bony little thingies into the dirt. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and almost like absorb all of the water around the surrounding area. Hopefully, potentially forcing whatever the plant is to go to an area that is not near me. So the likelihood of it being somewhere else is a little bit easier. Does that make sense? Yes. Try to force the plant it into pl- pl- playing a game of cat and mouse. It yeah. doesn't have moisture in it. Okay, cool. You can do that. I'll say everyone else's next round, uh, they get to roll with advantage. Okay, great. Because my, yeah, my nature check is not great, but I, I can help y'all. So, I'm, yeah, you watch as Patty uh, just like pff, pff, 
punches both of his fists <laughs> into the ground, and the dirt around Patty immediately gets gray as all of yeah. the water just begins like collecting along his arms. <laughs> it all collects in his arms and it immediately just falls back onto the ground. <laughs> but it doesn't. Uh, but it does, it's not for, absorbed for, very quickly. For a moment, it looks as though he's got like muscles yeah. that are made out of uh, <laughs> pure water. I'll also say, since that does affect the soil, I'll say that. Anything nature-related checks that you guys will have to make next round, you can also do at advantage. So, like, rolling against the soil, you can oh, make with cool. advantage. Oh, Hurting the soil, I guess. Yeah, yeah. As my hands are in the dirt, I'm like, get it! Get the leaf thing! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for it. Um, Why are you fucking Danny DeVito? <laughs> I don't know! Make me a nature check with advantage. Great, great. I'm just gonna take a nap. Um, that's an 11. Definitely not high enough, but it does lower the DC slightly. And I need everyone to roll me another constitution saving throw against the soil, but you can do so with advantage this round. 18. That is also an 18. Seven. Seven with advantage? Yep. Brutal. Ah. Okay, uh, Val, you take another 10 damage, uh, Ah. and everyone else only takes five. And I need also everyone to make a strength saving throw as vines start to come up from the soil and start to try and tug at you and keep you from finding what you need. But you can make this with advantage because of um, Cecil's, or not Cecil, Patty's uh, destroy water. (laughs) Hey, I'm Cecil. (laughs) Yeah. 14. That's a 17. 25. Carlick, Ren, and Patty all pass. Val, you unfortunately fail. But this will only give you disadvantage on your nature check, which will even out to just a regular check because of the advantage. Uh, So we come back up to the top of the next round. I'm going to do a nature check again. Carlick literally, like, you see him furrow his brow a bit. He, like, pants a bit. Like, he looks like he's ready to rage. He doesn't. He, like, swallows it back. And, um, that's not bad. 26. (laughs) 26. Uh, still not enough. What? What? No. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? It, again, lowers the DC, but I told you it's very high. This is an endurance challenge, so it is meant to be oh, one okay, that okay, okay. slowly whittles away, but you are slowly narrowing down the area. Shit, man. Ren is going to look around, uh, and she's going to say, does, does anyone need uh, to be healed, or should we keep should we keep looking for this? I'm holding it, and my hands are still stuck <laughs> in the ground. All right. <laughs> Keep looking. Ren is going to give it a shot. Only rolls an 11. Uh, and Val, would you like to try and find the ingredient or would you like to try and attempt something else? Um, I thought I was going to do... I'm going to find the ingredient. Okay. 19. Still not enough, but does lower the DC. And you guys are slowly whittling away. Patty, would you like to attempt to find this or are you going to try and keep this spell going? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep the spell going. I'm gonna okay. try and give us another round of advantage. It nice. will not help if I try to find this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Next round, uh, I need everyone to roll me another Constitution saving throw. Uh, with advantage, still as Patty That's is right. keeping this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Twenty-two, natural twenty. Nice. Hey. Wow, I passed something. Twenty-three. Nineteen. Everyone passes except for Ren. Uh, so you guys all only take five damage. Uh, and again, make me a strength saving throw. 20. 15 for Patty LeBone. 22 for Carly. All right. Everybody except for Ren passes. Uh, so again, the vines reach out and try and tug at Ren and hold her back. And as you guys all see that, you also see 
from the ground, these locusts crawl up from the no. soil and start to, no. No. Start to no. fly and flitter around. And I need everyone to make me an intelligence saving throw. This one's not at advantage, correct? No, this one is not at advantage. All right. That's a three. <laughs> Poor Patty. 17. Karlik, having spent most of his life studying things that can destroy a beautiful garden, rolls a natural 20 for a 24. His mind is steeled. He is focused. <laughs> Everybody except for Patty passes this one. Uh, Patty, you take 16 psychic damage. Oh! Everyone else takes eight. Oh, jeez, we still take... Dude, this is going to kill us real fast. Ren's going to hold out a hand to Karlik, and she's going to say, you seem to be having the best luck at, yeah. at finding this, you, the most experience. We'll give this a shot first, see if we can narrow it down for you. Yes. Okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. So Ren is going to make a roll first. We still have advantage, uh, right? She yeah, does not because got... she failed. She does oh. not because she rolled her. She failed her strength saving throw, but everybody else does. Okay, okay. So she's gonna roll. Awesome. Oh, she rolled a nat one, but she is next to she is next Yay! to Carlic, so his halfling luck makes it a two. Uh, so, oh yeah! Uh, Ren a rolls a five total. Unfortunately, um, Ren is gonna take a bonus action, and she is going to drink a greater healing potion because she is low on health. Val, you are up next if you would like. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna run with my nature check. All right. Ooh, great, nineteen. Okay, that is a little bit better. Does not quite make it, but it is getting into a feasible range for Carlic to possibly make this work. Uh, so Carlic, if you would like to give it a roll. Okay. Carlic pulls out his giant fork. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Starts fucking raking <laughs> at the gravel and the soil. I'll tell you this now, Andy. The DC is now 18. Oh, <laughs> <man>. Okay. <laughs> 23! Ah, yes! Amazing. Yeah, you narrow in and just start picking away at the, at the soil, <laughs> and you see just barely poking out is this little shoot that has this bronze leaf. You see this hole created in the soil, <laughs> and you see this tiny, tiny little chef-hatted man dive into the soil. <laughs> And come out victorious holding the symbol. Yeah, you like dive in and like as you're diving, the vine tries to like pull away, but you <laughs> shoot out your hand and you grab it, hold it up in the air, and <laughs> the orb next to your head glows this golden gleam as the ingredient swirls into the orb and you see it is now shifting between three colors. It is shifting between hey. a green, a silver, and a blue and you can see that permanently lit up on the orb is this wolf's head with crossing silverware behind it. Wolf's head? That's my boy, Karlik. Silverware. As, <laughs> as <laughs> the field surrounding you fades away and you all return to this purple mist uh, alone with this orb once more. Well, I am just exhausted. That was quite rough for me. Let's sure take a long rest. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. use a night of sleep. If you'd like, you can take a short rest. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm also going to use my quickened healing action. Okay. All right. Patty reloads his arm muscles uh, <laughs> like, like Henry Cavill, and he's ready to go. Yeah. So you guys spend a little bit of time nursing your wounds, and Ren at one point speaks up. She goes, uh, Carlic, you said that 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 was 
something you were familiar with? Like, yeah. So when I first met, you know, three, uh, three other ones, uh, they actually ha- had just shown up in my town, and I was in my garden fighting off a couple of, like really bad cabbages. Like just rotted, or no? Like they were like they were ah, they were like, they were evil. You know. Oh, like monstrous cabbages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So and yeah, they kind of helped me like put a s- stop to to that. Um, hmm. so, I don't know, like, yeah, it was, looked really familiar. Wait, 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 I'm sorry, hold the phone, you said the three? Yeah, three. Victoria, Brian, Cecil. Uh, oh, um. Um, P- Patty and Val, you don't, you aren't aware of this. Um. No. While, uh, the group was in Boomerfield, uh, there was something that happened to James, and he was um, taken away suddenly when we were on one of our missions. There was a fourth one? Yes, there was. Ah. Um, and it was an unexpected occurrence that transported him away, and we're still quite not sure what happened. Hey man, we went through some freaky deaky doors and like portals and shit too. It's, it's weird out there. So you're saying we might be on some sort of other plane right now? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, huh. how can we know? Uh, Sorry, I've, I've never uh, been to another plane before. Um, I mean, have you ever been, like, in the middle of just, like, some weird purple mist? I took shrooms once when I was in Bard College. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's about it. I'm no, like, wizardy kind of person, but it just feels kind of different. Well, whatever it is, I think... This orb might be trying to help us through. Yeah, 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 yeah. It showed me a symbol that that's like literally my fork and my knife. Like, and he like pulls him out. Like, yeah, like it showed me that symbol, and so I thought, well, sure, that's got to be for me. So y'all, you guys look into it. See, see if it shows you a symbol that, that makes sense to you guys. All right, dragon lady, rock paper scissors for this. I, I'm li- I'm not part dragon at all. But you're cool as shit, dude. You got a dragon for a mom. That's awesome. And her name's Martha. Okay. It's even cooler. Wow, good memory there. Um, rock, paper, scissors? Do you, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you shoot? Rock, do you scissors. not shoot? Do we shoot? Uh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot on, on shoot? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. <laughs> all okay. scissors. All scissors. All scissors. Okay, all right, all right. We're trying again. Here, here we go. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. Shoot. Oh, okay, well, okay. I'm out. Okay, I, okay, I, right. I, I went with okay, paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renee's out. All right, ready. Rock, paper, shoot. <laughs> scissors, shoot. <laughs> Wait, you didn't, you didn't say... Wait, I thought there were only three rules to this game. I touched the orb. I touched the fucking orb. <laughs> okay. Patty, in a moment of embarrassment of forgetting the rules of rock, paper, scissors, reaches out for the orb. Uh, and Patty, as you reach out your skeletal hand, you see it starts to glint this light blue color, uh, and you see this symbol materialize on the perimeter of it. It's like the, um, I never can remember it, but it's like the laughing and crying face. Uh, comedy tragedy. Yeah, the comedy tragedy face. Uh, but the comedy face is like a skull, and the tragedy face is like covered in some kind of blackish outline. And as you put a hand on it, 
the mist starts to swirl and fade away, and you all, again, feel your feet hit solid ground. And it's not ground this time. It's, Patty, you recognize this. It's Marley. And you look up, and you are on a stage, and there is a, an empty house out in front of you, except midway up, you see there's like a table stretched across some chairs, and you see a ghostly woman with like a slight bob cut. <laughs> she has like a clipboard in front of her, and she's scribbling notes, and she looks up, and she goes, oh, okay, uh, good, you, it looks like you're my next uh, applicant. Um, yeah, in case you don't uh, know exactly what's, what's going on, um, I'm Scara Rubin. Uh, I'm casting for my new production, and um, I'm uh, I'm really just I'm holding auditions because I wanna I'm I'm not quite sure what it is that I want, but I'll know it when I see it, and I want to see something that I've never seen before. So um, if you can impress me, uh, you'll get the contract. And she holds out a ghostly hand, and you can see a contract with that same symbol that. Patty, you saw in the orb, and she swishes her hand, and the contract disappears. And she leans back in her chair with her clipboard, and she just looks up expectantly. I turn back and I and I pull the others in, in into a huddle. Okay, okay. All right. Can anyone turn into a bear? <laughs> oh fuck no! I saw the kids do it once, and let me tell you, it was fucking insane. Oh, you're talking about three kids and a bear? Yeah, I've seen that. You know, three kids and a bear. I said I want to see something I've never seen before. Not something trite, not something overdone. I want to see something fresh and unique, something only you can do. I I can do four kids and a bagpipe. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. I've got an idea. Uh, We we recreate. an epic war scene while the bagpipe plays something in the background. I don't know. Wait, I don't know. I'm just wait, I'm just spitballing wait. ideas. Okay, I'm spitballing I, I, ideas. I got you. I got you. I got some. And Carly okay. kind of just like plops his, his self down and you just see him like hunched over something and he's just working on something. Magical tinkering. Okay. All right. So ignore me. He's going to be working on something. All right. So Carly's working on something over there. Um, I have some just general supplies. You know, I have uh, pythons and rope and some Thieves' tools and uh, a disguise kit and sorts, and I have a few spells. A disguise that I kit. Can do. Give me that shit. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Hold your breath, and I'm gonna start ripping open the disguise kit, and I'm just gonna start applying stuff to Renee's face. <laughs> oh, 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 god. Oh, god. I'm going to try and make her look like a horrible, disgusting troll. <laughs> I'm gonna rip off part of my rib cage, and I'm gonna like make that. I'm gonna turn that into like a tusk. All right, Renee, here's what you're going to want to do. Pretend you are a horrible, vile creature. You're going to be the antagonist of the story. I want to see uh, I want to see some anger. I want to see you get to a real deep, dark place. Can you do that for me? Uh, yes, I, I, can, I can pull on some of those emotions. I... I would just like to appreciate for a moment um, that you didn't seize this opportunity to make the half-orc girl the villain. Um, it yes, feels it's very, very progressive, progressive uh, and yes. I appreciate it. Props well, to you, Patty. Well, uh, thank you. I was going to make you the henchman, but I think uh, we can do oh, something else. Oh, uh, understood. <laughs> understood. <laughs> I can do that. I'm a, I'm very supportive. Val, what, what do you have outside of... I mean, what, what you got? I uh, I know a lot of uh, calisthenics, and, and uh, I could do a lot of, um, you know... Uh, uh, acrobatics? Or? Like acrobatics and, and flips and stuff, if I needed to. Right. I, You're the heroine. Uh, okay. Um, what do I do? Uh, uh, how quickly can you improvise uh, stage combat? 
That sounds incredibly dangerous. I used to pretend to fight um, in the tower when I was exercising. That's great. Okay. Have you ever have okay. you ever done real fighting before? Yes. Okay. I've, that's I have even, a whole that's even army better, of, of bounty hunters. Yes. Okay, that's right. <laughs> okay. 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 The two of you go plan out a, a combat scenario real quick. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna look out to the audience. And I'm gonna be like, "Give us five minutes." All right. Time's ticking away. Don't rush gold, honey. <laughs> As Scarra Rubin says that, you guys feel this like just creeping cold sense of dread just being in the presence of this spectral being uh, and you all take five necrotic damage. Whoa! I'm upset. And Renee and Val are in the corner uh, trying to decide how many kicks and how many punches need to exist. Maybe maybe it could be like a, I put on a big show of being scary and mean and then you take me out in like three punches or something like we'll that. We'll go with, with comedy. That's funny, right? That's funny? Yes, it, a, a subversion of genre. That's great. I We could do that. It will be very, um, very um, meta. Yes, <laughs> I love being meta. Okay, but someone will have to tell me if I'm doing it right. Uh, don't worry. I, I'm quite sure Patty will have an opinion for you. <laughs> okay, Patty. Yeah, what's up, Garlic? Okay, set the scene for me. Where are these characters? We are in the frozen north. Okay, okay. Blustery ones. We need snowfall. We need we need cold. We need people to feel feel the cold. Oh, but we, oh okay, but okay. we come upon this this ginormous temple, right? And this troll has been in this temple for what? for 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 decades. Okay, for, okay. Pick like, one. Frozen North or temple? <laughs> there's a temple in the frozen north. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Wait, it's a it's a, it's a and it's on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He he pulls out this old um. You know everyone has that. That favorite big spoon of theirs. Not his, like, fighting spoon, but you know how everyone has that favorite spoon of theirs? It's a small sure. spoon, but It okay. just sits yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I only had one spoon in a tower. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, ouch. But it was my favorite. I understand. I had to scrounge for spoons in the gutter, so. Right. He takes these tools, and you see him twist and turn and bend, and all of a sudden, it's this tiny little box, and this, like, arcane flash happens, and he hands it to you, Patty, and said, to set the scene record something into it it's going to start off the show and so you literally see as he takes out of his pack this heat lamp for food that he's kind of like constructed and arcane just like flash whoosh, it like goes towards the t- the the top of the theater and then he brings out a couple of like small like used pots and pans that have kind of worn down over time and he sets them down and he drums on them a little bit and he's getting this all set up and then he pulls out his apron and whoosh, and it just becomes this massive backdrop and he's using four magical tinkerings to create an object that sheds light so that's your spotlight mm-hmm. um, the recording of the opening show mm-hmm. non-verbal sound so you're hearing this blustery snowstorm all of a sudden on yep, the pots yep. and pans and then his apron has turned into this the static visual of this ruined temple with through the windows and you can see a snowy backdrop. You know, I've always I've always wanted to experience art when I was exploring the world, and I think this is the closest <laughs> I'll ever come to it. <laughs> You've done wonderful, no. sweetheart, and I push her no, out on the stage. God, <laughs> I I'm I hate Batty. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you are pushed out, you hear Scara go, tick tock. Uh, and everybody takes an additional eight necrotic damage uh, as time 
clicks down Guys, slowly. Listen, um, how am I going to be able to do my job if I don't feel good? As I push Valencia on, I'm also going to cast once again. I'm going to cast Shape Water as some of the moisture in the air begins to collect, and it just kind of has this Mist reflections of light, <laughs> and yeah, it has this small fog effect. Um, kind of just interchange every six seconds between dancing lights and shape water to create this pulsing snowstorm strobe effect. In a world where there are frozen temples and trolls, there was one brave heroine who decided to fight back. That's your cue, honey. That's your cue. I have decided to fight back. <laughs> you you cannot fight back against me, the, the troll of the frozen north. But I I can. Uh, but you you can. You think you can, but you will fall before my might. Uh, and as Ren says this, uh, she casts floating disc and she just starts to float three feet above the ground. Whoa. Do your worst, heroine. Uh, okay. Um, I will do my worst because I know the pain you feel in the world as being an unattractive troll. For I too have overcome such pains and then and then i wink <laughs> you hear scara in the audience go hmm, that's kind of uh poignant yeah okay all right she's scribbling on her clipboard and, and then i wink at renee to signify that we're gonna start the fight combat now she winks back as you guys begin she pulls out her two daggers and gives like a roar and she, as soon uh, as she does that uh from the sideline carlic is gonna uh look at renee and cast enlarge. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she shouts, yeah. "Oh god!" As uh-huh. she uh, grows in size, uh, and she and Val begin to do battle. Val is super inspired um, by Renee being enlarged, and and just is suddenly like really invested in the story and the fact that she's involved in art for the first time in her life. Um, and so these wings unfurl from behind her and she levitates up and flies up to meet Renee so that they can finish their combat in the she air. Does. That's so yep. fucking cool! <laughs> We're burning through all of our cool shit right now. Yeah! <laughs> mm, nice, nice effects. And Renee waves a hand over her orange stone and she casts her blade song as like intense fight music starts. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you guys begin to like do this fake combat. Uh, 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 uh. And then Val winds up, has hit two punches, winds up for the very last punch, and winks at Renee for the very last meta <laughs> effect of the uppercut. And as as she does, uh, Renee is gonna cast Featherfall, and she's gonna. Ooh, ooh, Oh, and like so slowly good. falls down to the ground. And shape water as spit falls out of her, flies out of her mouth. As Renee lands on the ground, a bead of her spit lands just on Val's cheek, and Val just swipes it away in heroic fashion. <laughs> I'm also going to cast Minor Illusion and have a little splurt of blood gushing from <laughs> uh, Renee's <laughs> neck. And, and Patty, how does the show end? Uh... Ta-da! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Did we get the gig? You look out and Scara is like peeking over her glasses and kind of looking at her clipboard. Uh, and here's what we're going to do. Uh, okay. You guys are going to roll, but I'm going to give you guys bonus dice for each of the various little extra things that you came up with. So I'll say for the overall performance, I'll say we can have Patty roll his D20 and he can use his performance uh, as the as the director. Uh, I'll say each of the magical tinkerings uh, added a D4. <laughs> the shape water, I'll say, added a D6. Uh, Renee's floating disc will also add a D6. Carlix Enlarge added a D8. <laughs> the fight choreography will be a D6. Val's wings will add a D8. Uh, I'll say the disguise kit will add a D4. So I think in total it'll be a D20 plus Patty's performance plus 5D4 plus 3D6 plus 2D8. 4D4 for the tinkering and a D8 for the Enlarge. Can I roll those? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> You did not. Was it a nat twenty or a nat one? Uh, well, should we should we just roll all and then and then I'll th- then we'll tally dip at the end. Sure, sure. Twelve total. Add twelve. Okay. Um, Patty, you can also roll uh a d six and a d four. Okay. And Val, you can roll a d six and a d eight. Ready. Okay, I'm not sure we wanted me to do that. <laughs> A four for the D8 and a two for the D6 for a total of six. All right. Renee rolled a six for her D6. And uh, Patty, what did you roll? I rolled uh, a three and a three for the D4 and D6. So six plus a nat 20. Jesus. <gasps> yes. Plus a 13 for performance. So that's 33. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. 33 oh on God. the die for a performance check. If there ever was a time to roll it. Look, man, it's gonna be a while until I get a plus thirteen for a performance on a character. So oh, I yes. might as I might as well use yeah, it. Honestly. Yes, indeed. So total uh was a sixty-three rolled. The DC was a fifty. Hey! Yeah. It's silence in the house. <laughs> and then <laughs> as Scara begins to applaud. Not bad, kid. You know, you just might make it. <laughs> Shucks. You should uh, maybe think about directing. I'll see you around. <laughs> sure. And she <laughs> waves her hand and sure. the contract appears in your hand, Patty, as you grasp it and the orb next to your shoulder glows a bright blue with the comedy tragedy mask with a skull. The stage fades away back into the purple mist, and you are once more in this liminal space, this glowing orb next to you that is now only switching between a green and a silver with both Karlik and Patty's symbols glowing on it now. Hey, man, she's not wrong. That was like, that was really like good acting. Holy shit, the wings and like, and like the That was very impressive. I was not expecting to grow that much, so huh. that was the most a surprise. bizarre thing that I've ever seen. Then your mom's a dragon. <laughs> that is normal. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, that was a wonderful team effort. Like, have you always known you had wings? Like, 
I mean, her mom's a dragon. Of course, she's gonna have rings. I am not part. Okay, and I just I go up to the orb and I I look at it really intensely. (laughs) Okay, Val, you grasp this orb and it glows a bright green, and you see a symbol that is a fist with a dragon coiled around it that glows. And the mist swirls and shifts, and you feel your feet hit stone. You open your eyes to look around, and the four of you seem to be in a circular chamber that is completely stone, and you see a stairway going up to a level ahead of you. As you look around, you hear... a clanking behind you and you see an enormous entirely mechanical clockwork dragon gears turn and steam erupts from wings and nostrils as it looks at all of you and it lets out a mighty bellow and i need everyone to roll initiative oh shit it's your mom (laughs) that is not my mother okay a 10 24. 18. Okay, Val, you see the orb next to your head start to pulse and glow, uh, and it seems to be indicating towards the stairway. Whatever it is that you need to find is probably not on this level. I run towards the stairs. Well, it's not your turn yet, but... But I want to! (laughs) If you'd like to convey that information, you can. Hey, I think we should run towards the stairs. (laughs) All right, uh, this is your uh, sort of orb situation, so I will take your lead. And, Patty, you are up first. All right, we got to get up those stairs. I'll get up those stairs. I'm going to high-five my little uh, bagpipe friend, and as I do, the sound kind of echoes. That's exactly what bagpipe sounded like, too. That's that's Thank amazing. Um, and that kind of sound wave kind of wraps around, and it's going to bolster me as I cast Longstrider on myself. Nice. And since I am within 10 feet of my uh, little bagpipe friend, he's going to use his irrepressible dance and Ooh. increase my speed to 50 altogether. So I'm going to use 50 Jeez. feet of movement to get up those stairs. Yeah, the bagpipes do a little jig. Uh, as you book it up to the second level. And as you arrive, you see that this level is cluttered with uh, broken furniture and crumbled stone. And it looks like the it looks like getting across this level might be a little bit tougher than uh, just getting to the stairs behind that clockwork dragon. Jeez, Val, is this your room? This place is a pigsty. It is not my room. And I lived in that room for 10... Never mind. Uh, did your bagpipes run up with you? Yeah, my bagpipes are going to run up with us. Okie doke. Also, uh, could I just use uh, a bonus action to give Val inspiration? Okay. That is a D8. D8. A D8 of inspiration to use whenever you want. Uh, as <laughs> Batty says, adios, and uh, runs up the stairs. Carlick, that is your turn. Oh, that's me. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly... I'm going to dash. I can go 50 feet. Yeah, you dash up and you make it to uh, the next level next to Patty. He's running, running up. Press before hose. <laughs> <laughs> wow, real mature. Um, that brings us to the clockwork dragon's turn. Uh-oh. And it is first going to... <laughs> 
spit out a spray of oil at both uh, Renee and Val, and I need you guys to make dexterity saving throws. Twelve. Gotta die of inspiration if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Don't yell at me. Twenty-two. Okay. You pass, uh, but Ren is just a few seconds late, and she gets covered with oil, and uh, she is vulnerable to fire damage until the end of the dragon's next turn. And with that, the dragon is going to attempt to bite Ren, and it's going to try and take two fist attacks at Val. It doesn't have quite claws, but it has like two hammers that that extend from its front appendages uh, that are just like giant mauls that it just takes swings with. Uh, And first it's going to try and attack Ren, and it is going to hit... Ooh, uh, Ren takes 21 damage. Oh my and gosh. Is just barely standing oh, as this thing wow. bites down. You can see as it opens its jaw, it has like two tubes coming out from the back of its throat. One is like dripping with this oil and another is like a, a small lighter uh, that you can assume just operates like a flamethrower. And as it bites down on Ren, the fire catches a little bit of her, uh, no. the oil on her and does some more damage as she is singed. Uh, but still standing, oh and it's going to take two fist attacks on Val. Fuck. The first one is a 14. The second one is a 23, so the second one will hit. Yes, it will. And it slams you with its hammered fist, and it does 13 damage to you as it <laughs> knocks you in the gut. It also catches Patty and Karlik running up the stairs, uh, and it starts to make its way towards the stairs itself. And that brings us to Ren's turn. Uh, and Ren is going to heal herself. Yeah, she's going to take a bonus action. Uh, she's going to down her other healing potion. Uh, and then she is going to, yeah, she's going to cast Spider Climb on herself. Nice. Uh, and she is going to skitter over the Clockwork Dragon's back and jump up onto the roof and climb her way onto the second floor. And Val, that is your turn. Um, I am uh, pissed. Val is just like standing and thinking to herself, like, can I punch it? It's metallic. I don't know how to. And as she's thinking, just has this moment of realizing that she has to connect to her roots of this draconic creature in front of her and opens her mouth and this stream of cold just comes out of her in a breath of dragon. <laughs> Hell yes. And uh, attempts to freeze the mechanical joints of this draconic figure. Okay. Hey. You need to chill out. And what is that saving throw? 15. Uh, dex. It has a bad dex, so rolls an 8. Um so I'll say you can either attempt to slow it down or you can try and do some damage to it. It is your choice. Uh, I uh, want to slow it down because people are trying to outrun it. Cool. Yeah, it's moving towards this staircase, but as you let out this roar and this beam of icy energy, it hits on one of its front joints and it <laughs> freezes up at the shoulder and it is uh, slowed down ever so slightly. Uh, and you still have the rest of your turn. If I hit it, is it going to hurt me? Can I hit it? You can hit it. 
But you did you did already take your action to uh, to use your breath weapon. I know, but I have uh, I have bonus action that can be used as melee. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you can expend a key point and you can use uh, flurry of blows. Flurry of blows. Nice. And it won't. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. Go ahead and uh, take an attack roll. Sixteen. Sixteen. That is just what you need. Yeah. Uh, you slide under uh, its hammered arm that has been frozen up, and you bah, 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 take a couple of punches on it, and you can roll your damage. That is eight. Eight damage. Nice. Yeah, it groans as uh, your your fists somehow tiny in comparison to this gargantuan creature, but your practice form manages to put a couple of dents in its joints uh, as you slam your fists into it. Uh, I'm going to take my movement and run towards the stairs. All right, cool. Yeah, you make it up to the second level and you are... Again, greeted by the same side as everyone else, this strewn about covered area. And it's probably about uh, 50 feet to the other side where you see another staircase moving upward. But this will be difficult terrain to try and traverse. But I will say if you are able to pass either an athletics or an acrobatics check of 15, then you can treat it as normal terrain. Patty, that brings us to your turn. All right. I would crack my bones, but then I'd fall apart. Let's do this shit. And he's going to uh, start doing cartwheels and try and <laughs> acrobatics his way through this room. All right. 23. 23. All right. Wow. Yeah, you pass okay. with flying colors and you just leap and bound across the strewn about and uh, disarrayed ground and you make it to the stairs on the other side. My little bagpipe friend is going to hang out behind so that he can oh. give the irrepressible dance <laughs> to everyone else. So... My movement for the start of the turn is 50. Okay. So I'm going to get to the other side of the room, and I'm going to go ahead and pause at the stairwell that I'm looking at now. Okay. Uh, Does it continue up? It just keeps going up. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm going to take the dash action, and I'm going to get up the stairs as far as I can. All right, yeah. You run up, and as you reach this next level, you see that this level has cracks and uh, open spots in the ground that you might fall through if you're not careful. And you again see another staircase on the other side going upwards. Uh, bonus action. Well, no, they're probably too far away now at this point. We can say you used your bonus action before you ran across. I'll give Carlic a party inspiration. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Cool. Uh, with that, Carlic, we come to your turn. Okay. Um, who's, who's looking worse for wear? Renee. Ran. Absolutely, Ren. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, as soon as she gets up there, he's going to like, tag, you're it. And he's going to cast Sanctuary on Ren. Ooh. He's going to use a bonus action to down a greater healing potion. Mm-hmm. And then he's he's going to post up. Okay. Pulls out his spoon and his knife. And he's just waiting there at the top of the steps for this mechanical thing. All righty. He's going to tell the ladies. Go on ahead. Find the symbol. And as you say that, you hear this groaning underneath as the joints click and crack. And if Val had not been able to freeze the joint, it would be bursting through the ground right now. But as it is, it uses most of its movement to try and break free. Um, But I'm going to... Is it within 10 feet of the bagpipe? Yeah. Its movement is reduced by 10 until the end of its turn. Whoa. Okay then. Whoa. 
Um, okay, then. In that case, I was going to have you guys roll a luck check to see if it would be able to snake its head up there, but because of that, it will not be able to. The bagpipe toots satisfact. Uh, uh, <laughs> satisfact. It's, it's satisfied. <laughs> satisfied little toot. With that, you guys have earned yourself one more turn before the Clockwork Dragon reaches the second level. Awesome. Uh, and that brings us to Ren's turn, and she's going to give Karlik a pat on the back. She's going to go, thank you. That was, uh, that was good thinking. And she's going to give a bonus action to use her cunning action and give you the help action. So Karlik hey. will have advantage on his next roll. And she is going to follow in Patty's footsteps and is going to try and leap and bound across the ground in front of her. And she's going to roll acrobatics. 27. So yeah, it's very similar to Patty, just like cartwheels, double tucks, barrel rolls all over the place and makes it to the other side uh, as she climbs up the stairs as well and reaches Patty. And Val, that is your turn. Uh, I'm going to use my um, ranged weapon, my dart, to uh, fire away at it down all right. the stairs. And that's 17 to hit. That's going to hit. Um, that is eight damage. Okay. Yeah, you land it in another joint, uh, and it's still moving, uh, but you, since with the damage that you're doing, you might be able to kind of slow it down a little bit if you keep dealing some damage. But you also know that this thing is hefty, and if you want to, like, fully defeat it, it would take a full-on post-up, like, knockdown drag-out fight. Okay. Uh, I'm going to unfurl my wings again and use that to move forward, uh, even though it's difficult terrain. Yeah, I'll say with your flying, you can just fly over the difficult terrain. Don't even have to worry about it. Can I lift Renee? You mean Karlik? Oh, Ren, Ren, she somersault. Yeah, so can I lift Karlik? Roll me an athletics check. What about acrobatics? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) It's worth a shot. No, actually. It's worth a shot. Um, 15. Uh, yeah, you can scoop Karlik up underneath your armpit. Okay, I'm flying Karlik with me across the difficult terrain. Whoa! <laughs> <As you> fly <laughs> across. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, you also reach the other side um, and make your way up the staircase as you hear the... <laughs> and you hear it... <laughs> banging its head against the, uh, the floor underneath you. And uh, Patty, that's your turn. Wonderful. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Ren. All right, uh, I think we got it. It's it's not a, it's it's not gonna be nearly as difficult as as as, as this one. I mean, uh, check the shit out. And I'm gonna run up and kick off the wall and try and acrobatics my way across this again. Okay, give me a roll. That's a 19. Just passes. Not just, but it's clo- that's close to the DC. I smack and just kind of hang on one of the ledges for a half a second, and I'm about, about to slip off. And then I yeah. scurry back up on top. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you make your way to the base of the next staircase. See? Easy as pie. Yes, very, very well done. I'm going to bonus action command Piper. That's that's the name of the bagpipe. His name's Piper. It was Sebastian, but okay. We're yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. I'm renaming No, him. Piper's much better. Yeah. Piper, I'm going to tell him to go ahead and fly 30 feet. Because uh, he can fly. It can fly. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's going to uh, it's gonna toot off the ground, actually. It's going to... Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> it's propulsion via all the air that's trapped in. Yeah, in it's the, just the shooting mechanism. out the air as it's squeezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are so assholes. Like flying oh, across God. the room, and uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna fly across the room and get away from the dragon. All right, Carlic, that is your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to take my full movement and dash. Okay, roll me an athletics or acrobatics check. Definitely athletics. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Yeah. Through just like sheer grit, you yeah. just don't even try and finesse it. You just book it, make your way across, and uh, your foot like cracks through like some rotted wood at one point. But you just don't even care. You just scramble your way up and keep moving, <laughs> and you make your way to the base of the stairs next to Patty. And as you do, you hear this <laughs> the grinding of the gears underneath as you hear the clockwork dragon burst through the ground. No! And it is going to let forth a spew of jet-fueled flame. No! <laughs> uh, and I need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, but I'll say because it's shooting through the ground, everyone can make this with advantage. 21. Ooh, that's a nat 20. Natural 20 for a 22. Wow. Okay. Everybody except for Ren passes. Uh-oh. Ren. So this is going to be... Victoria has a single tear <laughs> fall down her face and she doesn't know why. <laughs> oh, wait. It's 10d6, not 6 My bad. Are you fucking kidding me? You're going to kill this girl. Um... I mean, not the first white man to try and kill the gays. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Wow. Sorry, too dark. <laughs> uh, I think it's yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Brian showed up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's disappearing again. Yeah. All right. So Ren takes a total of thirty-three damage. Wait, 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 wait. Sanctuary. Oh. Uh, that only applies when she is being targeted by an attack. Fuck. Oh, loophole. That does not apply to area of effect. Uh, it's unfortunate that Patty did not give Ren any inspiration. Wow. Ren falls. No! Uh, she is down to zero. No. Uh, and everybody else takes uh, 17 damage. Fuck! Uh, as the flames up. lick and singe at you guys. And that brings us to Ren's turn, and she's going to roll a death saving throw. No, 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 no. She rolls an eight. That is one failure for Ren. Uh, Val, that brings us to your turn. I'm going to use, um, for my bonus action, Rally um, to give Renee temporary HP. Unfortunately, temporary hit points does not allow you to become conscious from zero okay, HP. Okay, okay, so don't, so don't use that. Okay, save don't that. use that. I won't use that. I'll save that. If you can't heal her now, you can still try and pick her up and carry her across oh. like you did with Carlic. Oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try yeah, to do that. do that. Cool. Uh, yeah, roll me an athletics check. Uh, 19. All right, yes, that passes. You pick up Ren's uh, unconscious body and you fly across as you see this dragon peering at you through the holes underneath uh, and you make it to the other side. And that is going to bring us to Patty's turn. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cast Cure Wounds. Cure Wounds at second level. Great. Okay. 18 points of healing. 18 points. Wow, All right. that's great. Ren... <gasps> Pops back up to consciousness as she looks around. She goes, oh, God. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Let's uh, let's keep going. I'm going to slap her with a bony, <laughs> bony hand. I'm going to be like, we got a job to do, kid. Yep. 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 Groucho oh, Marks over here. Your voice is so grating. <laughs> Again, I'm 17 years old. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give her uh, Bardic Inspiration as a bonus action. And I'm going to spend the rest of my movement 
all 40 feet in my movement, getting up the stairs, getting up the next flight of stairs. Yeah, you climb up the stairs and you see no more stairs on this next level, but you do see on one side is a doorway with this symbol of a fist and a dragon curling around it. But in front of it, you see this giant wall of ice that is covering the the middle of the room. I got this. And Carlic, that brings us to your turn. I'm going to cure wounds on Renee. Just oh, in case. so much healing. All right. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm just going to get up to the... Actually, no, I'm not going to go to the Wall of Ice. Val said she's got this, so I just post up again at the, at the top of the stairs waiting for that dragon. All right. As you do, you hear the whirring and clanking underneath uh, as the dragon... <laughs> crashes through the floor where Ren and Val both are. And I'll say it used one of its attacks to burst through the floor, but it is going to try and take two more. I'll say it tries to go for both Karlik and Val. Uh, No, I'm not going to make it. Karlik, it rolled uh, a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, So that's going to hit Karlik. And for Val, rolled a nat one. By the grace of God. It misses Val with its hammer. (laughs) Karlik is nailed in the stomach for 11 points of uh, of damage. And uh, that is going to be Ren's turn. And she is going to take an action to administer uh, a healer's kit to Val as she quickly bandages you up. uh, And then she is going to make her way up the stairs uh, next to Patty. And she is also going to give... Val the help action as she makes her way up. And Val, that is your turn. Great. Um, I am going to uh, look directly at this ice wall. Um, and You're going uh, to climb up the stairs. And then, yeah, yes, I'm going to climb up the stairs. Directly. And then I'm going to look yep. directly at this ice wall and I'm going to breathe fire at it. Oh, that's right. You can choose You can choose the, the element. Oh, yes, <laughs> I yeah. can. Awesome. Oh, yes, I can. Yeah, you unleash a wave of flames that hits the center of this ice wall and you see it just melt under the heat of your fire, leaving a clear path to the door on the other side. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to run up to the to the door. All right. You start to run as uh, your newfound companions run next to you, and you hear the, the dragon grinding and crashing underneath as the ground is crumbling, and you reach out and open it and cross the threshold. And as you do, the orb next to your shoulder pulses and glows in a bright green and your symbol appears on the side as the castle fades away, and you are once again in the purple mist with three symbols glowing brightly on this orb. And as Ren stands next to it, you see one more symbol of a book with a dagger on the front of it. And she looks at all of you, shrugs and puts her hand on it and as it glows the mist swirl and form and you guys all open your eyes and find you are in a prison cell and with that class is dismissed what where's piper what's is he okay Dragons is 
Okay, this is going to be a little bit weird. Bear with me for a second. Andy Lindsay as Carlick Swanky. Brandon Lindsay as Patrick LeBone. Danielle Grisco as Valencia Silverscale. And myself, Riley Wesson, as Renee Kelly and your Dungeon Master. Thank you so much for listening to this session of D. Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see some five-star reviews from you, and we would love it even more if you could share it with some friends. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan. Other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is, as always, done by the incredibly, amazingly talented Carlina Alvarez. A link to her stuff can be found in the episode description as well. Until next time, school is almost out, baby. We're rounding the bases, hitting into April. May is just around the corner. Take some time to sort through your closet. You know, do a little bit of decluttering. Get ready for that warm, warm summer weather. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next session. How's everyone else feeling? I'm, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm all I right. I got pee like racehorse, man. I don't know about you. Is that Andy or Carlick? Yes, it's both. Okay, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, it wow, sounded really like Carlick, but <laughs> <laughs> it's both.